Next on MLR Weekly, Old Glory co-owner Paul Sheehy answers the tough questions. MLR rumors become fact as Chicago joins Major League Rugby. Plus, headlines with Rugby Morning's John Fitzpatrick. Rugby wrap-up brought to you in part by Sheehy Auto Stores. It's easy at Sheehy. The Pig and Whistle, the world's best rugby pub. And Lean and Limber, stretching your way to a healthier lifestyle. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to this week's MLR Weekly, as presented by Rugby Wrap-Up, Matt McCarthy in New York City. And what a week it is in New York City. we got Halloween week because people seem to be dressing up every day, regardless of it being earlier in the week. And we have Marathon Week on Sunday. It's going to be 74 degrees here in New York City. That's summer weather for you folks out of the area or out of the country that don't know Fahrenheit. But what could we possibly add to that to make it a better week? Well, how about this week's show with Paul Sheehy, co-owner of Old Glory DC with all things MLR and our recurring MLR weekly segment, Rugby Mornings Coffee Break with John Fitzpatrick. Let's start with that. John, go. Matt, last week, Major League Rugby announced that LA and Austin had exited Major League Rugby for the 2023 season and said a new team was going to join momentarily. And they announced the new team today. The location will be Chicago. We don't have a stadium or a team name yet, but Matt, what can you tell us about the ownership behind this team? Okay, so my 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 uh, intel is relatively solid, so it, it may may not be accurate, but I'm pretty sure that we can say that a man named Bill Groves, who is a Chicago rugby personality, is the uh, main driver owner of this group. It may or may not include. Uh, Dave and Rob Carney of Irish rugby fame. Uh, and just to explain the situation, I, I thought it was going to be guys from the Griffins, but actually the Griffins and the West Side Condors merged and they are under the Chicago Rugby Club umbrella. The D1 team is the Griffins, the D2 team is the Condors. And it was the guy, I think Phil was part of that, uh, a forming of the CRC, the, the Chicago Rugby Club. But that's who I think is the main person. There is some talk that maybe the other group that was was trying to bid in as well might work with Phil. They might be partnering after all, but I don't know any of that for, for sure. But we do know that Chicago's in, which is a, a big plus, and um, it seems to be a, a, a good situation. Next! Matt, the next question then, do you have any details on the MLR dispersal draft? I don't. Uh, I have some details, but we have Paul Sheehy, co-owner of Old Glory DC, waiting in the wings, so we'll ask him that question. Next! Speaking of Paul Sheehy, how about Old Glory DC? They have announced their new head coach, New Zealand native Josh Sims, officially joins Old Glory DC. Exciting stuff for them, don't you think, Matt? It is, and it's no relation to Cy Sims, the man that made men's suits here in the tri-state area for many years, although they do spell their name the same way, S-Y-M-S. Next! Let's do some player signings. Rugby ATL, they have announced the signing of four overseas players. Let's name them all. Utility back Ravita Biddle, Lock Jordan Brown, Lock Nawil Milan, and hooker Ben Strang. What do you think of all those signings, Matt? Well, ATL was formidable last year. Now adding these overseas talented players can only help the Rattlers recoil. Next! San Diego Legion. They have signed outside center Philomone 
Wakaina Bete. He joined San Diego after stints with Canterbury in the NPC and Wild Knights in Japan Rugby League One. Big outside center. Yeah, this is going to be a wrecking ball out in that back line and fast. So hold on to your hats. Can't wait to watch him next. Hey, San Diego Legion, we're not done yet, though. They have welcomed back former Australian international prop Patty Ryan. He returns to the Legion after playing for the Wartaz last season. Not to be confused with American international prop Patty Ryan, who played with the Gilgronies last season. That's right. And Patty, the Irish brogue, uh, toting Patty Ryan, who also played with Rugby New York before going to Austin. And the Patty Ryan in San Diego making his return trip is a force of nature and could instantly be the best prop in the league. Next! But we're not done with San Diego yet. How about the ageless wonder, Ma Nanu? He's coming back to San Diego Legion. Does that surprise you, Matt? It does surprise me. And what surprises me more that, as far as I can tell, Joe Peterson is not being brought back, where he could offer you more bang for your buck at fullback and fly half. And despite all those injuries to his teammates last year, had a great year. And he wants to come back, as far as I can tell. So it's interesting. And I think, you know, Matananu, he's getting a little bit long in the tooth at a very physical position. And I'm not sure what he can offer. Maybe it's more off the, off the field stuff there. Next! Certainly a big name, though. Hey, let's go over to the Toronto Arrows. And they have announced the return of scrum hat Cole Brown. Cole Brown was a Canadian U-20 representative. He was injured most of all of last season. They had three or four scrum halves that were injured last season. But Cole Brown is back in the mix for the 2023 MLR season. And the Arrows seem to be right on target with that. Next! Matt, one more thing. This is not a player signing news. I just want to let everyone know that I hired an Afrikaans coach to help me with the pronunciation of some South African names. Tried my best last week. I think I maybe fumbled one or two there, but my coach has graciously agreed to work for free since I've been such a terrible student. And I want to just let my coach know that I'm trying my best. I'm going to work on my pronunciations with those South African names. Okay, let's start with the beast. Tendai. You can find out next week. A cliffhanger. Terrible. Next. That's all I got, Matt. Good stuff. Good stuff. You're not going to sing to us? That's all I've got. Oh, and we'll end on a high note there, but we'll be back with Mr. Paul Sheehy, co-owner of Old Glory DC, after these words. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig and Whistle, on West 36th Street. Been blind since I was four. And I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste. And my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has the taste and the flavor. What do you think is on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire. Oh, that's good beer. Wheels on fire, taking them higher, like Speedy Gonzalez, making you tire. Classy ambition in every position, immense in defense, just like Mum's fence. Tactics, fanatics, hat-tricks, fantastic. There's nowhere to hide from the Welsh side vibe. Football tribe. World Cup pride. pride. 
ladies and gentlemen, we are back, and we are back with none other than a great American, Mr. Paul Sheehy. And why is he such a great American, you ask? Great question. Let me answer it. Number one, not only did Paul represent our nation, the United States of America, on the rugby pitch as an eagle, but he helps behind the scenes, helping the organization financially as a member of the Golden Eagles. Those two things alone could get him on this program. But wait, there's more. He also puts me in a car that makes me happy and comfy and warm every single day in my Sheehy Auto Stores Volkswagen Taos. And he's co-owner of Old Glory DC, the most American team. And I'm looking at you, Free Jacks fans. Old Glory DC, the most American team in Major League Rugby out of the nation's capital. Paul, welcome to the show. Wow, that is a heck of an introduction. I hope I can live up to that, but uh, thank you. Thank you, Matt. And most importantly, thank you for your patronage of our uh, <laughs> auto dealerships and your, you know, one of my great accomplishments in 2022 was to take your vehicle off the road for a fellow New York driver. Yes. So we're very happy to do that. And especially for and, your and, wife. And I think that you just touched upon the real reason it was my wife. You, you saw her getting out of that 98 Crown Vic and you said, yes. I got to get you out of that car. And you did. But more yep. about Sheehy Auto Stores later because you, we're gonna the commercials running and you know we got it all we'll be Fantastic. plugging it all all late. We got we got stuff to talk about. First question right out of the gate: Is there any way in hell that Los Angeles or Austin will be in the league in 2023? No. Okay, we got that out of the way. Your thoughts on Chicago entering the league? Very optimistic. That should uh, put us at uh, 12 teams for for uh, this season, which we're very excited about. If they are in the league and Austin and L.A. are out, what's the what's the plan for the players? Yeah, dispersal draft, I think that will be coming out shortly. And, of course, look, Matt, none of us wanted to be in this situation. I, uh, I visited both of those stadiums, and we lost uh, pretty dramatically to each of them, and they were they were great rugby experiences. Uh, the the uh, Memorial Coliseum and down in Austin. Uh, so, of course, that's not what we wanted to see happen. Uh, we are where we are, and uh, we hope that those two teams will eventually, those two cities will be represented uh, within M MLR in the future. But but I don't, it's not going to happen for 2023, and uh, there will be a dispersal draft. I saw many of those players. I was fortunate enough to travel down with the U.S. Falcons to South America, and I, I, I saw some of the uh, excellent Austin players there. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're going to try and – uh, manage this as expeditiously as possible on behalf of the players. They're the one that play the game. Uh, you know, I, a former player a long time ago, I certainly want to make sure uh, that we get that handled properly. The entire league does. And uh, I, I understand that, look, there's going to be some difficulty. There's there's just no way to avoid that. Uh, and we, we just got to move those players that, that want to be moved uh, through this dispersal draft and uh, get them to a team where they can – be playing rugby in 2023 because I think 2023 is going to be a fantastic season. We're obviously looking forward to it. We just announced our new head uh -huh. coach. Took a little while. It was an exhaustive, uh, probably about 100 resumes, and we probably touched every continent. I think we may have interviewed you at a, one point. That was a very short you interview. interviewed me twice. Interview. I came back with a wig and glasses, and you threw me out. <laughs> uh, we prefer you up in yeah. the booth talking about our game, but uh, – but we're super excited about Josh Sims. I spent a lot of time watching the NPC. And, uh, you know, we we had 
we had uh, established our team, brought a lot of our players back. We also have some South American influence. And one of the things that I heard is that you want a coach that can adapt because he's not, he wasn't going to have the ability to, to pick this team. Uh, the team was already uh, established and, and we, we talked to him a lot about that and it just really felt like a great fit. He's obviously uh, someone that's got a bright future ahead of him. Uh, we think he's going to be coming up the ranks. And uh, we also think that it fits really, you know, just watching their style of rugby. It looks like the MPC is a little bit above the MLR. And, uh, you know, that's what we want. We wanted someone that could come in here and understand the American game, understand that we've got six players that are in the uh, U.S. Uh, uh, US system and, and trying to grow U.S. players. And I think Josh gets all. All that. right. So you're talking you're talking NPC. That's New Zealand. You're also talking about uh, South America. Right. But I'm wearing a Scotland yeah. shirt because you guys also have a re relationship with the Scottish Rugby Union. And although I miss Steve yep. Lewis dearly and I wear a Scotland shirt in, when I when I don't see him, that's off the record. So I want to know what's on the record with you guys in Scotland. Yeah, they are, uh, you know, they're one of our partners. Uh, they invested in us uh, from from day one. They were our, you know, it was Chris, myself, and then Scotland joined us. Uh, we just sent uh, three of our players over to Glasgow to train with uh, the Glasgow Warriors. I think I've got their ball right back here. So, you know, uh, it's deflated, by the way. Um, but look, we, we use them. Uh, they help us out with with uh, looking for our head coach. Uh, they've certainly given us a lot of advice. They've sent they sent uh, a lot of their top coaches over here to spend time with us, uh, and and we want to do more with them. And uh, I would just say the three players that went over there, one of them was my son. Uh, just said it was a phenomenal experience. I think they were uh, Corey Daniel uh, really impressed. Um, we don't want him to sign him, but uh, he really impressed. And that was that's important to us to know that, you know, here's a here's somebody that hadn't played rugby before 2019. He's with the Glasgow Warriors and and they're incredibly impressed. And that's that's the type of uh, individual we're looking for. And we want to do more with Scotland. But, uh, you know, they've they've they're very busy. Uh, they have a lot going on. They're playing some really good rugby, lost a brutal game to Australia on the final kick Oof. the other day oh. uh, and they were right in that game had a great test series against Argentina. You know, Chris and I, we're from the DC area. We're not going anywhere, but these guys know everything about rugby. So I think it's up to us to really use that better. You know, John Manson, they sent him over. He was our operations manager for a year. What they recently did is we hired our uh, business manager, Marcella Blanco, and he had spent a lot of time with Scotland and, we, we told them we were looking for a, uh, a head coach. Uh, we ended up hiring a business manager that they highly recommended. And Marcelo has been, been fantastic. He's, he's allowed Chris and I to take a step back and, and he's really focused on the team that we're going to be excited about coming up. So I want to get back um, to the players that are being dispersed. And, you know, we've had all this, this stuff because of the salary cap kerfuffle, allegedly. Uh, how are we going to, handle the players with because you guys most of your rosters are all set so you want to add a good player what's the forgiveness on the cap thing how are you guys handling that uh you make a good point that um that a lot of us have signed all of our you know many of our players so um we're going to work through that and uh uh we're not 
you know, we're not going to let uh, uh, anything, uh, you know, if those players need to get to teams, we're going to figure out a way for that to happen. And uh, uh, it'll obviously be an adjustment, but I don't know all the details on that. So uh, we are absolutely looking at a couple of players uh, and we're given the opportunity to talk to them or, or uh, actually draft one of them. We're certainly going to do that. And I, I hope we can get that worked out for them quickly. Right, Paul, hold that thought because we have to break. And we have to break for one of our key sponsors right now. We'll be right back. Selling or trading in your vehicle? Sheehy makes it easy. With Easy Trade, start online or visit us in store. We want your vehicle, and we'll give you up to 125% of KBB value. It's easy at Sheehy. Sheehy.com. back with Mr. Paul Sheehy of Old Glory DC, the most American team in Major League Rugby until somebody pays me to say otherwise. But Paul, uh, players going to Chicago from Los Angeles and Austin, they're going to freeze their butts off. Is this going to be, is there going to be a, dis, a cold weather dispensation for these guys? Matt, it's definitely colder in Chicago than it is in Austin. No question about that. Uh, it's funny that you say that one, one of the, one of the head coaches, uh, wrote that one of the issues in the United States is the weather change that that where you have to you could travel up to Boston maybe play in an early game and it's 20 degrees and then travel down south and it's 90 degrees I had a chat with a player uh, from uh, one of those teams and uh, who had previously been with us and he said look the only thing reason I left DC is because it was too cold like, well, okay. okay yeah uh, so so weather, weather is important. We all know that people move to different parts and that's going to be, that will be a challenge. It's also a beautiful city though. Great and city. it's got a vibrant, vibrant rugby. Uh, I was there for uh, one of the all blacks games. So um, we'll see if uh, we'll see if, uh, if, if Chicago becomes a part of the league this year and, and how many of those players go there, but it's going to be, you know, it, it would be a great city if, if they get a rugby team this year. There's a vibrant rugby community uh, in the Midwest and in uh, near Chicago and around Chicago. So it's going to be uh, if if they should happen to become a team, it's going to be a great location. Yeah, great, great clubs. You got the Griffins. You got the Lions. You've also got men and women's. You've got youth. It's all over. It's all over. It's great. It's a great pickup for the league. Great pickup. Um, but you mentioned your son Owen, and that allows us to segue back to Team USA, for which for whom you played as an Eagle. And now you've got, and you were down following the Falcons, right? Because your son was playing, and you're a, you're a big supporter of USA Rugby. So you've got that, and you've got your kid playing for him. But also, you have a vested interest as an owner in this league for this team to do well. And I'm talking about the Eagles, and we're facing this repechage. And you mentioned Corey Daniel, and if I'm not mistaken, Corey Daniel, who's just such a great story is now on the roster in that repechage. What are your thoughts on, on and Jameson, right. Fanana Schultz, and uh, Jack Ascara? They're right. both they're both right. on the team. Uh, look, we're you know we are linked to the Eagles. We are certainly one of the teams that believes uh, ultimately uh, we we want to grow American players. Uh, we have to do it through having foreign players here to to lift the standard up. And uh, look, the experience is, I, I think sometimes we need to take a step back and, and 
you know, just take a look at what we've accomplished, uh, how many incredible cities. I'm, I think I'm probably the one owner can say I've been to every every single game, and the away games have been spectacular. What happened, you know, just look at the stadiums on yeah. the East Coast. Rejects got a new stadium. We got a new stadium a little far out, but it's it's a new stadium. Atlanta got a new stadium, and uh, so did uh, – so did uh, Toronto, which is a beautiful stadium. And you know, we really need to appreciate all these things. And American players playing rugby in the United States now, last year got paid more than they've ever been paid before. And next year they're going to get paid more and they're going to have their housing taken care of. And they're going to have uh, uh, some some get car payments too and other things, community coaching jobs. So, you know, we're on the right path, um, but we have to be sustainable. I mean, that is the key word. We have to be sustainable. There's no shortcut that I'm aware of. So um, we're, uh, you know, we're going to keep working at this. And, and, and ultimately, we want to provide for the U.S. team. You know, I've talked to Gary Gold at length about it. We'd like a lot of their players on our team, uh, but obviously so would many of the other owners. It's certainly frustrating when you think about how many years the league's been here. The level of play that is the highest level of play in the United States and, you know, we go and lose to Argentina, uh, you know, they, they, they put up 30 points real quickly. So, you know, I, I watched the all-black game. We, we helped host that in Washington, D.C. That was tough to see. Uh, okay, that's where we are as a national side. But this is the same team that went to Twickenham and played the closest yeah. game with all MLR players. Uh, they played a pretty good game against the Pumas last week. So, uh, you know, we, we've just got to get the team, the team that won in Chile. That was a good victory, uh, you know, in a hard situation. So we've just got to, we've got to figure that out. When I was down in Uruguay, one thing that astounded me in their stadium, you know, it was all housed right there. I mean, we were in Washington, D.C., you're in New York, and, you know, uh, USA Rugby's in Colorado. They're all in one tight area, and they are extremely focused on playing rugby, one of their top players, Facundo, is our is our uh, two, uh, and he's an excellent player. So we, we just got to figure it out. And I, I, you know, I don't have the answer right now. Come on, <laughs> except you, that come on, just, Paul. We, come on, we need the answer right now. We're working on it. We are working on it. We're working on our our pathway. We have an exciting announcement uh, that uh, Ben Sema is going to be joint. Speaking of a pathway product, he will be working completely dedicated. To, to growing rugby in the D.C. area. And, uh, you know, he, he uh, is really coming at the right time for us. And um, we're, you know, that's our intention is to is to get players to, to grow into the old, you know, come play for Old Glory. They grew up uh, in the D.C. area and then eventually play for the U.S. team shortly. That after also that. helps local people identify with with players a little bit more. Maybe you get, you know, you get the, the, the contingent from the school well, that they went to or the youth program that they played in. They come to the stands. They come to they come to the matches rather, and it kind of happens organically. Well, I, I, it's funny you you bring that up because Mike DeBullis at the game we played up in New York, which I think you were you were uh, actually the uh, commentator for that. He must have had sixteen fans there uh, in the stands, and they were all wearing yeah. chicken hats yeah. and everything. He played a great game. Our games, I think we thought you know fans drive performance too. And, you know, the excitement these players got. Our top attended games at Segura, we won every game. So, you know, when we get north of 2,300 fans, um, we're going to win that game. It's, it's taken 
we, we didn't, there weren't a lot of them obviously last season. Uh, you were, uh, you were, the Utah game was won, the Dallas game. We had really good crowds. We won. So we need to drive, uh, you know, we need to drive the commercial side. We've got to have a great fan experience. That was something we neglected last season. And it starts with winning games. Uh, and, and we think we're going to be very, very competitive uh, and, and have one of our best seasons coming up in 2020. All right, last question, because uh, I, I know you got a lot on your plate trying to figure out a professional league and have an auto uh, chain, right? So you yeah. mentioned Colorado and where USA Rugby is headquartered. And what's the relationship with the SLR and the Glendale or it's the American Raptors now? And and what do you think the SLR thing versus the MLR thing is going to be? I heard a lot about it when I was down in Uruguay. And uh, uh, we certainly need to figure that out. There's some, you know, by the way, it's on the same time zone. So... Uh, in fact, a lot of them tell me they watch, they're an hour ahead of us, so they, they can quickly shift over and watch MLR games. So that's very similar to what the URC did with South Africa. So it's a long flight. <laughs> it was 14 hours. And uh, so, you know, that is a massive challenge. But obviously the URC does this. South Africa travels, you know, South African teams travel up. They're doing quite well. I'm uh, uh, you know, that was a little surprising how well that worked out. So that's something we should look at. And they're playing great yeah. rugby in Uruguay and, and South America. And now, you know, we're going to have we're going to have four of their players. Three of their players are joining us. We'll have four, uh, two from Uruguay, one from Uruguay and three from uh, Argentina join us this season. So we're going to wait and see. I don't know all the details of what the SLR is, what they're actually doing with Colorado. Uh, I saw a lot of the Colorado players play for the Falcons. They were very good. Our 10 for the Falcons was really good uh, and uh, and was very dangerous early on. So, hey, if they're developing good rugby players, uh, you know, we there's there's plenty of room for us to all figure this out. As long as we're all rowing in the same direction, which ultimately is putting on a great fan experience, playing at the highest level of rugby that we can, obviously getting our players played and uh, our players our players paid and then uh, supporting the U S national. So well, you guys are doing good work down there and I know it's not easy. You are working hard at this and you're making it uh, the experience that, that it can be. And, and it's, you know, you're wearing a lot of hats. That's the other thing folks don't see, you know, there's not these massive um, staffs that, that your teams are working with yet. Uh, so everybody's wearing a lot of different hats and finding out about things on, on how to do things out of the gate that they didn't know prior. So Hats off to you, sir. Thank you for coming on. I'm very excited about MLR 20. Yeah. Can I, oh, yeah. Can I, yeah. Can I do one more oh, yeah. thing? Sorry. I got it. I got it. We have two coaches on this team. So go Navy, beat Army. That's this weekend. It'll be a great game. Now, we do have we do have a lot of Army affiliation. Colin Gross is on our team. We drafted from Army. So we love Army. But uh, this weekend, we want Navy. They're, they're, uh, we have two of our coaches. Uh, that are Had I known that it was going to go this way, Colin Gross sent me an Army T-shirt, and my dad was a lieutenant colonel in the Army, retired, two wars. Okay. I got a beer that says Army beats Navy. You think oh, so? Yeah. All right. Oh, okay. yeah. I might, I'll, take, I'll take you up All right. on that. All right. All right, Mr. Paul Sheehy, on that note, thank you, sir, for coming on. Thank you, Matt.
It's always great to talk Likewise. to you. Likewise. And thanks to John Fitzpatrick of Rugby Morning. And thank you for tuning in. Please check out our other shows, including the College Rugby Wrap-Up, the Rugby Odds. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Sign up for our weekly newsletter. And please, please, please join our American Red Cross blood donor team.